Good morning. Whoo! I'm feeling like it's almost going to be time. We went from cold to very hot. I'm like, we need the fans again. We need the fans again. Oh. Well, good morning and welcome. It is great to see all your beautiful faces. The great thing about being on this side is it is awesome and encouraging to just see people who are just want to hear from God. They want to, they want to move their, fi- their lives forward in the walk that God has for them in the call. And so that's really exciting mm-hmm. because, you know, people say, oh, people just don't, they don't, they don't care. They don't want to know Jesus. They do. People want to know Jesus. They want to be set free. They want to have that in their life. So um, I'm going to just start with prayer because that's always good. Um, and then we'll just get into a word today. So, Lord, I just thank you for just making your presence known here today. I just thank you for this community and, and the people in it and around it, Lord, that, that you love them and you're going after them. And I just thank you for that, Lord, that you didn't forget about the small places And we just thank you for favor to just flow like a river over this area. And we just thank you for healing to come come to people's homes and just knock on the door. And Lord, we just thank you that you just come in and you bring healing and restoration. Um, And the most important thing, thank you, Lord, for just showering us with your love and your grace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Yes. All right, so I got a word today for you guys about God Unboxed, so it's going to be really good. Um, So we're going to unbox God's power today. (coughs) Excuse me one moment. Okay, so for a long time, I think the world or even churches, we try to put God in this box and say, this is what he looks like. This is it. You know, like if you watch a movie, you'll see certain things like on the movie, this is how Christians are, or this is how God is, right? Like you're like, oh, there's a cross, must be, must be Christians. You know, we have certain things that the world has said, well, this is what he looks like. You know, if you have a steeple on your church, that must be a church. But we know God says the church is what? Us, us. You know, so the world's trying to say, this is what God is, this is how it looks, this is how you, you come to him or believe in him, and, you know, we get in cartoons, how is God predicted, or, how do you, give me the word, portrayed, yeah, thank you guys, you guys are so good. You know, he's like on that cloud, and he's just got the lightning bolt waiting for you to mess up, right? That's how it is, and, you know, if you do something wrong, and then the Holy Spirit is like the little angel and the little devil on your shoulders type thing, you know, and, and that's how we start thinking that God has to fit into those things, and um, I always, I go to this one store, and every time I go there, I keep, this lady's like, every time she says something, she's a check, she's a clerk, and she's like, She'll say something. She's like, oh, I'm just waiting for God to, you know, you know, waiting for the lightning bolt. And she's always doing that. And I said, well, God doesn't have lightning bolts in heaven like that, you know? Like, he doesn't do that. God is good. And so I'm hoping that that's, like, starting to sink in, that every time I go there, she's looking for the lightning bolt, and I'm just bringing um, the love of Christ in. Because <clears throat> that's what people sometimes think God is like, and they put him in that box, and they keep him there, and, you know, and the only time you talk to God is when things get really bad, and then you try to barter with God, and you're like, God, if you just do this for me, he is not a slot machine, 
and hopefully you put in the right amount and something comes out. That's not how it works. But we kind of do that with God. Like, well, if you do this for me, God, I'll do this. He doesn't need to barter. He paves the streets in gold. He has everything. You know, there's nothing that we have, you know, physically, you know, that, you know, financially that God needs from us. So he's been in this box for way too long. I think he has. Because the, bo- the, the God I see portrayed on movies and what people say about him is not the God that I know. Um, we're trying to fit him into th- our minds. God cannot fit in here, you guys. I mean, I'm pretty smart. But the, the smartest person who's ever walked the earth cannot fit all of God inside their mind and figure him out. And, and we can't control, you know, we can't, say how God should act and how God should operate. You ever have to tell people, see people that are like, well, God just doesn't do that. Maybe you should tell him. Um, we think things, we speak things, and we think, well, that couldn't be God. We, we encounter, you know, God in different ways, and we think, well, that, well, that's not God. He doesn't do it like that. Well, let me tell you how God does it. You know, he made a donkey speak, I mean, you say that from people be like, well, that's crazy. That's not God. Well, he did it. He showed up as a burning bush. I mean, you say that now, people will be like, "Mm mm-mm. He knocked Paul off a donkey. He put people into trances. Now, don't say that word. We don't say that in church anymore, right? People cried out. They laughed like, you know, like you ever see someone that's laughing now, my husband, this happens with me. <clears throat> I get laughing. We were in the movie theater. <laughs> and there was a preview. Toy Story 4 coming out, guys. And this little, um, the, the preview, they're trying to protect this little spork person that this little girl made. And he said, let me know if something happens. And they open the window, and the spork goes flying out. And the potato's like, uh, something happened. <laughs> And I, it was so funny that I could not quit laughing. And Matt, you know, he's, you know, he's pretty chill. You guys have met him. He's like saying, shut up, stop laughing. Which, you know what happens? That makes me laugh more. And then my beautiful daughter, Layla, sitting next to me. And then she's laughing. So this is going on. Everyone else is just sitting there. And we're like, ah! And the movie hasn't even started yet. And I'm laughing. And then we got in the car. And I, I kept laughing. And then we went to Myers, And it just, it went on the whole night. Okay, because God gives you laughter. And people did that. They laughed like, people were like, what's wrong with you? God's like, nothing. They ran around singing and praising and get this, in their underwear. Thank you, Lord, you have not called me to do that. But he did. King, man after God's own heart, God did that. I bet and people there were like, what are you doing? They were saying that wasn't God. And he's like, I know this is God. Trust me, I know this is God. People sang, and they spoke in other tongues. They fell under the anointing, and they had dreams and visions, and water sprang from rocks. Multiply, food was multiplied. People raised their hands, and they fell to the ground in worship. Do that now. Someone's like, is it too hot in here? Did someone pass out? Right? Yeah. People felt heat, the fire of the Lord. That's all in Scripture. So we know that God is in the Bible, right? So all of that that I said, that's in the Bible. So if you don't like it, you need to talk to God about it because 
I'm not the one that did it. God did all of those things. God did that. So why don't we talk about them? Why don't we experience them? Why are they pushed aside and be like, quiet, quiet? You know, don't let those people that are like crying out to the Lord, you know, we want to put them in the back. Don't let them be seen. We want to look like we got it all together. God's like, oh, you don't want it all together. Remember we talked about not being ducks, being chickens. When we have the spirit of the Lord on us, you cannot contain it. I love it. Sometimes during worship when God gets me, start laughing, and I'm kind of laughing to myself, and I'm thinking, Matt, God, but Matt's next to me. <laughs> He's like, don't worry about him. Because sometimes I just start laughing. Um, especially when I'm by myself. Like if you ever catch me worshiping at home, um, it's really weird because I'm usually just running around my house laughing and just singing and stuff. And it's, it's just good because it's just me and the Lord, and I'm just receiving from him. Um, so I want to make sure that we are not trying to put God in this little box and it fits nice and put him on his shelf after Sunday morning. We'll get him back out. You know, oh, we got to pray. You know, every time you see a Facebook post, just be like sending prayers. Like. (laughs) He just fits in our life, right? Because it's easy to just on Facebook be like, Oh, I'm praying. Do you know how many people actually pray? Yeah. By the time they're done typing, their mind's already on something else. They completely forgot about what you posted. We are kind of like a people that we're kind of self-absorbed as people. <laughs> Hello, selfies. I mean, and so we easily get distracted by what's going on in our life. Um, and I don't think we do it to be mean or, or vindictive. We just... What's in your life is important to you, right? What's going on to you should be a big deal. It's a big deal to God. And so sometimes we just um, forget about that. But sometimes when people put that sending prayers, I usually don't put, I'm not a person that puts that stuff out on Facebook, but if people say I'm sending prayers, I'm thinking, I don't want you to pray for me. I need a bigger God than what you believe in. I've seen the God that you serve. I need a big God. I need the God of power in this. I don't want this just like little heart, love you. No, I need power in this. Now, those things can be good, too. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying, I want to allow God out of that little box. What if you pray for them, and then you send them a message of what God said, and you actually pray over them? I like to do that. That's more fun, because I'm like, oh, let the power of God be released. Not a little heart with praying hands, but like, let the power of God be released over that situation. That's good. Let him out of this little box that we have. You know, I want the God of power. I may need a God who raises people from the dead, right? That may be a God that I need. I might need a God who delivers people. I might need a God who multiplies. There's sometimes I need a God who just needs to comfort for a minute. But sometimes I need that big God. And if I have him just, you know, boxed away and think, well, God doesn't really do that anymore. He doesn't heal, he doesn't save, he doesn't deliver, he doesn't really do anything. He's just sitting up there and, and I'm just putting in my time. You know, hopefully I make it to heaven. You know, it's good. I do not serve a God like that. In Psalms 147.5 it says, Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. We cannot understand God. We cannot try to figure it out and tell everyone this is how everything works. 
with God. We can always be learning and growing and we can always gain wisdom and have more of God, but we're never going to have complete understanding of God. We can't know everything. You know, even when we get to heaven, God is still God. But when you, when you kind of open that box, um, when you get something new and it comes in the box and it has the picture, that's exciting, right? So like I think like a little kid when they get like a bike or something and you have to like assemble it. If you just gave them that box and said, you know, that's a really nice bike, you can look at this picture. Isn't it pretty? How beneficial would that be to your child? Would you be a good, would you be a good parent? No, when the kids get excited is when you open it up and you put it together and they're riding around. You're like, put a helmet on. They're like, I don't need one. You know, they're just pedaling and they crash and you're like, it's fine. We believe in healing. It's all right. You know, (laughs) but um, I survived without a helmet, you know, growing up. You know, we knew when we were doing things on a bike we shouldn't do and we got hurt. We just didn't even tell mom and dad, right? Because then you have to wear a helmet. Children, please wear helmets. Safe. I did make my children wear helmets most of the time. So this kind of happened this week. I got this new dog bed for my dog. She's a big dog, and so I ordered it through Amazon. It came in like this big box, and it came, and I was all excited. The dogs are outside, and I'm getting it off the the FedEx truck, and the dogs are sitting there, and I'm like, look what I got for you. You're going to love this. It's a bed, and they're just like, like, what's happening? I'm like, come on, it's for you. And I'm trying to get my dogs excited. You guys, nobody talks to me during the day. <laughs> I work from home, help me. No. And so I'm like trying to get these dogs excited, and they just didn't care, right? Okay, that's a box. You know, our food comes in a bag. There's nothing, I don't care what comes in a box. I have this giant box. But when I pulled it out, and I put it in their spot, and it, they got so excited, they both start jumping on it, rolling around, barking, bringing their babies and their toys and their blankets onto there because it's for what it was intended for. I took it out of the box so that we can actually see what, what it was for. We're going to use it. We're going to activate it, and it's going to be good. And so when I thought of that, I'm like, you know what? My mind was thinking, like, I knew what it was. I knew the power that that had to, get, to bring excitement for my animals, but it didn't mean anything until I opened it up. We've got to open it up. We can't be embarrassed what God's going to do. We can't be embarrassed of what God's going to do. <laughs> I don't want people to know. It sounds weird. Well, you know what? I've been healed. I've been set free. You know, I've, you know, I have had overwhelming joy. Um, I've had provision. And I don't care how crazy it sounds. When I tell my story, sometimes people are like, and I'm like, I don't care because that really happened to me and you can't deny the testimony in my life. Amen. You can take theology and you can run around all day trying to debate people, but you cannot take what God did in my life. You cannot take my testimony. Yeah. That's good. Amen. I'm just, that's so good. I want to experience God and not try to hold back and control him. If you didn't know, um, you might think you control God, but did you know that we can't control him? I know some of us, we've gotten really good at thinking that at times. There are seasons in my life that I'm like, you know, trying to control everything. And I'm thinking, I got this together. Something crazy happens. Now when I'm like stressed out, like yesterday I had a stressful day. And my husband's like, calm down. I'm like, if I could calm down, do you think I would do that? Do you think that I want to be like, ah, like up here, like, uh, like when you're saying calm down, 
Like, I can't even control this. Like, that, yeah, that's not calming anyone down. That's making it, uh, you're like up here now. And like, he's like, just, just don't have anxiety about it. I'm like, do you think that I want to have this? Like, so when I thought that maybe I could control things in my life, moments like those, I feel like God's saying, see what it's like when, when you would like the control? It's up here all the time. Uh, and my kids, Lon, is like, I don't need your help today, Mom, I can tell. <laughs> I'm like, that's good, thank you. But before I would try to, like, force it, now I just say, you know, I'm just a little out of control. Help me out. Help me out. I need some Jesus. You got, give me some of your Jesus. I, got, I like, used up all of mine, some more. I don't know. <laughs> Faith I'm talking about. But it can be like that. I don't, I don't want to have a God that I can control because if just little moments that sometimes I'm just tired or hungry can make me, like, have anxiety about a situation or just having a hard day, like, not sleeping for some reason, like, I'm up in the... I've been getting up at, like, in the morning and going, like, at, like, one or two, and I'm like, I better do laundry like today, this morning, I'm like, I'll shut the door. I was like, I did three loads of laundry. He's like, it's 5 a.m. I'm like, I know. I, already, I did the three at like one, two, and three o'clock. Um, what? Oh, well, he was asleep, but I never know when he's awake or sleeping because he will still talk to me when he's sleeping. <laughs> Can I have this? Sure. That, that bigger God. If I don't want a God like that. I don't want a God that has moments like that. We may have moments like that, but God never does. Never. Never. God is bigger than our ideas of him. You know, he is bigger than um, how we think church should look and flow and what should and shouldn't be taught in his word. You know, he said everything. All of it. You know, if you just teach all of it, you don't have to worry about getting which ones are right and which ones are wrong, right? If you just teach the whole, the whole Bible and you teach the scripture, you don't have to worry about if you got enough knowledge and wisdom and understanding to pick out what, what you should be teaching and what you shouldn't. We don't need to censor God. There's nothing in there. He is a good God, and there's nothing in there that needs to be censored. We know that all of the Bible is God breathe, right? We believe that. We agree with that. But do you guys know that not all of God is in the Bible? He's bigger than the Bible. <laughs> he gave that to us, but he is bigger than that. There are things, you know, he created everything. The Bible shows us his nature. It encourages us. It teaches us. You know, it leads us. But the Bible is not God. You know who's God? God. That's it. Like, can't get God is God you know the Bible is not God church is not God God is God and he can move and he can manifest any way he wants and I think about when people say well you know that's not in scripture well Jesus was never a teenager in scripture so like he just skipped it he just went from 12 to 33 just like fast forward transcended right into a new generation <laughs> right no, oh, he was a teenager. He went through every year of life just like we did. Because God is not only the Bible. God is all of the Bible and everything. In Isaiah 55, 8, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. 
That's God. He's saying, even at the top, tip top of your thinking, I'm still higher. And back it up to Isaiah 40, 28. It says, have you not known, have you not heard, the Lord is everlasting. God the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint. He does not grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. We're never going to figure out all of God. We're not. We cannot even begin to be able to fit God into this little understanding. We don't know how he's going to move. We don't know when he's going to move. We just got to be ready. Mm -hmm. We got to be ready. I'm pretty sure, you know, um, when the blind man, you know, woke up that morning, he wasn't like, oh, I know that God's going to send Jesus and he's going to rub mud in my my eyes and I'm going to see. I'm pretty sure that's not, you know, he didn't know how God was going to move, but God did. So we have to quit telling God what he does and doesn't do. Is anyone else sick of that, hearing people tell you what God does and doesn't do? People tell me all the time, well, you know what, God doesn't do that anymore. I didn't know. Are you God? God, I just don't raise my hands or dance in worship. You know, it's just not who I am. Really? Who told you that? God didn't. He said, make a joyful noise. He said, enter my gates with thanksgiving and praise. That's what God said. So when you stand here like, no one's going to make me, God's like, yeah, I'm not going to make you. But you get to choose. Because that's what I'm doing. Because I'm a good God, and I'm always going to bring you good things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you that joy. Healing died with the last apostle. How many of you guys have heard that? I'm going to take that lie and just throw it right now. It ain't coming back. It is not welcome here. That is for sure. Really? I guess we forgot to tell God that. Better give back my healings that I've had throughout the years because, you know what, someone forgot to tell God that he doesn't do that anymore. Prophecy's not for today. So God no longer speaks to his people. That's all prophecy is. He doesn't speak to us. Proverbs 3, 6 says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Ooh. Listen, for God's voice is in everything you do and everywhere you go. He's the one who keeps you on track. So if God doesn't speak today, how can his voice be in everything you do and everywhere you go, right? I mean, there's, there's a ton of other scriptures, but right there, that just knocks out anyone who says that. Why are we trying to tell God what he, who he is, what he does, and how he can move? I, for one, really like to be set free from things. I, for one, really love having healing. I, for one, really love hearing when God says something to me and it changes my life or my family's life or my church or my community or the people around, from, around me. I love that. Amen. I mean, why would I want to argue that away? <laughs> why would I want to deny that? You know, there's people that they will fight you. You can say, you know, the sky's blue. They'll be like, no, it's orange. It's orange. And you're like, okay. I mean, it could be right in front of them and they will still argue it. Yes. Let them go. Let them go argue with themselves. We're going to spend our time looking to the one true God. Because his voice is in everything. And prophecy is just saying what God says. His voice is in everything. He's not just this mythical being hovering somewhere. 
He is all-knowing, he is all-powerful, and he is all-loving. So we have to give it up. We have to truly want to reign with, with Christ. He gave us the ability to rule and reign with him. That's a good God. It's hard to share authority, right? And God's like, I want to do it with you. You're not even, and, and, and you know, comparing, I mean, that's kind of like giving authority to someone, you know, like, I don't know if I'd want to, like, share my authority if I was, like, a brain surgeon and, and someone, you know, just worked at a grocery store. Both of them are great and you need them, but I don't know if I would, like, be like, oh, come on in, do this brain surgery, you're good. But God's like, I've given you everything that you need, so I'm going to let you rule and reign with me. He has this unmatchable power. Unmatchable. And he wants us to have freedom and peace and joy and grace and love and health and provision for our lives. Not just that, just enough. He's not a just enough God. That's why he can't fit in the boxes in our mind or in our thought processes or in our belief systems. He doesn't fit in those. And if we've thought he does, you know what? That's just a lie that we're believing because he doesn't fit in there. He's not this little God that just randomly throws out a blessing one time and whoever it lands on, it lands on, and throws out a cursing one time and whoever it lands on, it lands on. That's not how God works. I want him to be more than just taking care of my needs and wants. You know what he did? He placed in your mind, in your thought, and when you accepted Jesus in your heart, you became, you know, a co-reigner with Christ. Co-reigning on the throne in the kingdom. He gave you that mind to co-create, not just have your needs and your wants met. Now you're a co-creator. That's amazing. We create things with what we speak. God gave us that ability. He's like, oh, that's how I created, you know, the earth, and I'm, I'm going to give you that same ability. Whatever you speak yeah. out of your mouth, you're going to create. You're going to create something good, or you're going to create something else. Yeah. But you get to do that. Here's a gift for you. That's a good God. That's power. <laughs> create things with what we speak. That's amazing. In 1 Corinthians 4.20, it says, for the kingdom realm of God comes with power, not simple, simply impressive words. I like that. We can get up here. I can get up here and say things. And we probably won't remember tomorrow. You know, if you can remember one thing, that God is a big God. Yeah. Take that with you. Take that with you. But we can say a lot of words that maybe sound impressive and it's, it's fun or... Um, but don't just take the words as another message, like, well, I made it to church, they said some nice things. Invite God to use you powerfully and work in you powerfully and manifest in you powerfully in and around you. Be like, God, yeah, right, I, re I received that. I want, I want to walk with you. Instead of just hearing it and be like, made it to church, got there, you know, it was a nice hour, oh, it's sunny out. God's like, well, let me show you what I can do. What did you come with? What do you need? You know, where are you going? What are you taking? 
because you're all going to go somewhere this week. Whether it's into your families or into the community or you're going to go and the Lord has put it and he's saying, take my power with you because you're going out to meet needs this week. You're going out to set people free this week with the blood of Christ. Take it with you. Don't just be like, I heard it, leave it in the chair and walk out on a Sunday morning. That's a God who lives in a box and my God doesn't live in a box and I know your God doesn't live in a box either. God's not forceful, and he is in the business of freedom, so he's not going to make you do anything. So if you want to stand here when, he, when you're worshiping and be like, I'm not going to worship to God, he will allow you to do that. But I'll tell you what, most of my healings that I've had, miraculous healings, have come through when I am worshiping and praising God. Nobody laid hands on me. Nobody prayed for me. Nothing. It came through. The power of God came on me, and I had supernatural healing in my body multiple times in my life. He's set me free. So when we think that, well, God's not going to control me, you're right. He doesn't do that. Because he's given you freedom. If you've not experienced these things, open up and say, God, I'm sorry for trying to put you in that box. Do something this week. Do something in me this week and do something with me this week. He doesn't want to just be, you know, gimme, gimme, gimme. He wants to fill you up so that you can go out and you can give. Because he's a big God. Let's pray. God, right now, I just want to just speak a declaration over this group of people right now. Lord, that um, just right now as people are just um, listening to you, Lord, just speak to them. Speak to them right now. And God, if if they have areas in their life where they've put that lid on you, where they've, where without knowing or with knowing, God, where they've put that lid on you, just right now in their heart, begin to stir. Just begin to stir and, and, and just open that box. If that's you, if you have areas in your life that you have put a cap on God and you're feeling that right now, if you're feeling that like in your stomach, like, oh, I'm feeling nervous or I'm feeling like this flutter, that's God. He moves that way. If you feel like heat, that can be God. If you just have that instantly pop in your head, that can be God. So if that's you right now, just open that box. Say, God, no more. I'm not putting any lids on you. You're not in there. So Lord, we just thank you for this fresh, fresh freedom this group has. I thank you for new encounters, fresh encounters. I thank you, Lord, that they are just going to open up and just submit to you, Lord, and you want to do a good work in them, a great work in them, Lord. Lord, bigger than they've ever seen, that no one can deny that you are a good and powerful God. So we just thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.